We're learning Daf Tezayin and Aleph, and we're beginning at the bottom of Tezvav Menbeis. Two lines from the bottom. Vayomer, so the Melech HaKashverosh said, Lohavi HaSefer HaZichronus Divri Ayamim, to bring before him the book of, uh, of memories, of chronicles, of everything that happened in his Malchus. And they would be read. Now the Pasuk says in Nikraim they would be read, or they were read, and it doesn't say that somebody read them. Melami, this teaches us, they were read on their own. The people there didn't want to read them. Like we'll see, there was something written there to benefit Mordechai, and they didn't have any interest in that. So they were read, and it says that they found that it was written there. It says the Gemara, Kasav mi It should say, Vayimatsev, it should say they found a Kasav, and that would mean they found an entry in the journal. What does it mean, Vayimatsev, Kasuv? Rashi says, Kasuv means they found something that had just been written. That's the implication of Kasuv. It was just written. Malami, this teaches us, Shishimshai, Shishimshai, he was the scribe of Achashverosh. He was there in charge of bringing the uh, the different entries in the journal to read before Achashverosh, and he saw what it said about Mordechai, and he was mochik, he was erasing it. He was trying to get rid of it. The Gavriel, the Malach Gavriel, came and he was Kosev, and he was writing what Shimshai erased. Um, Rabbi Yassi, Rabbi Yassi said an amazing thing, Darash Rabbi Shila Ish Kfar Tmarasa, Rabbi Shila from Kfar Tmarasa, he darshant. Umak Sav Shalomata, Madach Aksav, something that's written here, down here. Shalizuchus and Shal for the benefit of Klai, so Enonimchak, it cannot be erased. Right? The Malach Gavriel did not allow this Ksav to be erased. So certainly Aksav Shlomal, Aksav that's written up there in the Shemayim Lokoshikein, certainly it would never be erased. It's a, it's a positive thing that Klai Yisrael can be assured that the Ksav Shlomal that's written for their benefit will never be erased. Now, Achazeresh asked, okay, so they read to him what it said about Mordechai, what has been done to Mordechai, how has Mordechai been rewarded? And they said, Lo Nasa Imodavar, nothing was done to Mordechai. Amrava says, Rava, why were the people telling Achazeresh that nothing was done? And saying that we really need to repay him. It wasn't because they loved Mordechai. It was because they hated Haman, and they could see no way of annoying Haman more than rewarding Mordechai, his greatest enemy. Now the Pasuk goes on to say that Haman arrived at that moment. He had come to ask Achashverosh to hang Mordechai from the wooden pole, Asher Heichinlo, that he prepared for him, that he prepared for Mordechai. Now the Pasuk could have said Heichin, why does it say Heichin Lo? Tanis of the Bray says he teaches Lo Heichin Lo for himself. He prepared it. Haman thought he was preparing the tree, the pole to hang Mordechai from it. He was preparing it to hang himself from it. Now, as we know, Achishverosh asked Haman, "What should I do?" Liisha Sharamelachafi to be caro to the man that the king wants to uh, give him honor. And Haman thought he was referring to himself, and he told him, "You should take the horse of the Melech and the clothing of the Melech and the crown and dress him up." and ride him through the town on the horse of the Melech. So Achishver says to Haman, that's a good idea. So go, say Cain, and do just that, the Mordechai to Mordechai. Amr lay, so Haman realized it's about Mordechai. He couldn't uh, he couldn't imagine having to do that. He says to Achishver, Shemanu Mordechai, who's Mordechai? I don't know any Mordechais. Amr lay, Achishver, told him, Hayyehudi, the Jew Mordechai. Amr lay, so Haman said, Tuva Mordechai, Ikab Yehudai. There are many Jews named Mordechai. Amr Lai, he told him, the one that's Hayosh Ubishamelech who sits in front of the Sharmelech, you know the one. Amr Lai, Haman said to Achishverosh, him, Ahu, Sagilei Bechadis Karta, it's enough for him to get a village, give him a village, you could rule over a village. Inami, or if you want, give him Bechad Nahar, one river, he could collect taxes for people crossing, crossing the river. Amr Lai, so Achishverosh said to him, Ha, now you have it, give him that as well. But don't 
let anything fall short of what you said, everything you said. I want him to ride with the king's begadim on the king's horse with the crown, and I want him to have the village, and I want him to have the river. All right, so Haman had no choice. Haman takes the clothing of the Melech and the horse of the Melech, and he goes, and he finds the Yasevi Rabbanin Kamei. He finds Mordechai, the Rabbanin, are sitting before him. He's showing them the Lachas of Kemitza. Rashi says it was Tezai Nisan, the day that in the base of Migdash they would bring the carbon of Omer, where you needed to take a Kemitza, a handful of the flour. He was showing that, the Rabbanin, the Rabbanin, how you do it. He was teaching them the Lachas of the day. He was learning the Torah of the Karbanos, and it should be considered that they had brought the Karbanos. When Mordechai saw him, he saw Haman, that he was coming out to meet him, and the horse was, he was holding the horse in his hands. Mirtas, he became afraid. Amar, Luhul Rabbanan, he said to the Rabbanan, Hi, Rashiach, this Rasha Haman, Lemiktal Nashikasi, he's coming to kill me. Zilu Mikamei, go away from before him. In other words, escape. You should not be burnt in his burning coal. And at that time, this Atif Mordechai Mordechai put on his talus, and he got up to Davin. Asa Haman, Haman came, and he sat before them. Apparently, the Rabbanan did not leave like Mordechai said. And Haman waited until Mordechai finished his tefillah. And while he was waiting, he said to the Rabbanan who were there, What were you doing this whole time? I saw him teaching you. What were you learning? Amrullah, they said, well, Bizman should be serving this kaim and his man of the mikdash, man the menadiv mincha person, his menadiv, he volunteers to bring a mincha. Maisi malikumte the sota, he brings a handful of uh, comets of solace and he's marking it on the mizbeach, who miscaprele and it atones for him for his averis. Amar luhu, Haman said to him, you should know, asa malikumte kamchadidhu, your fistful of flour came. Vidachi and it was Dochit pushed aside the Asara Alafe Kikre Kasbodidi, my ten thousand Kikar Kasef that I paid Achishveyosh to buy the rights to annihilate you, your Malokomit saved you. Amar Lay, Mordechai finished its spiel and he says to Haman, Russia, Evid Shakana Nachasim when an Evid buys things. Evid Lemi, Nachasim Lemi, who does the Evid belong to? Who do his possessions belong to? You're my Evid, everything belongs to me, you're taking my Asara Salafim Kikar Kasef. And you're trying to annihilate me and my people. You're a Rasha, Amrlay. So Haman said to Mordechai, Kum, get up. Lavosh Hanimani, wear these clothing of the Melech. Rechov Haisusya, and ride on this horse of the Melech. Dubai the Chamalga, the king wants you. The king wants you to do that. Amrlay, Mordechai said to Haman, Lechilna, I cannot. Ad Ayolana Lebebani, until I first go into the Beis Hamerchatz, the bathhouse, Ve'eshkolomazi, and I cut my hair. The Lavarach Ara, it's not there, Eretz, Lishta Mushe, Bemani, Demalka, to use the Kalim. Meaning the horse and the begadim of the king, the begadim, the, 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 the things of the king, hachi, like this, looking like this. Mordechai had been fasting for many days. He was disheveled, he was unkempt, and it was inappropriate. Shadra Esther, Vasar Tinu, Esther sent and locked up, closed up, Lakulu Bani, all of the bathhouses and the people who were in charge of them, Lakulu Mani, all of the barbers and the barber shops. And there was nowhere for Mordechai to be bathed and to have his hair cut. So Haman had no choice. So he himself took Mordechai into the bathhouse. And he washed him. And he went and he brought Zuzah, a pair of scissors, from his home. And he was cutting Mordechai's hair on his own. While Haman was cutting Mordechai's hair, you know, he was he was moaning and groaning, he was feeling pain, and he was groaning. And he said to 
Mordechai said to Haman, am I What are you groaning about? What are you crying about? Amr lay. So Haman told Mordechai, Gavra, a man, who was so chashiv, who was so important to the Melech, more than all of the other officers, all of the other officials. I was the greatest, most highly appointed official. Hashta, Lishavi, Bolani, Vesapur. Now he should become a Bolani, a, a man running a Besa Merchatz, Vesapur, and a barber. Amr lay Mordechai again said to Haman, Rasha, you're a Rasha, Valar Sapur, Shokbar, Kartsum, Ayisa, were you at the barber in the village of Kartsum? Tana, and the Gemara brings a rice at Haman, Sapur, Shokbar, Kartsum, Haya, Esim, Bishnaim, Shana. He was the bride, he was the barber in Kfar Kartsum for 22 years. Alright, Basu de Shaklinu Lamazi, after he finished cutting Mordechai's hair, Lavshinu Lamane, he dressed him in the clothing of Achashvayush. Amrlai, he said to him, Sakurachav, climb up to the horse and ride. Amrlai, Haman, Mordechai said to Haman, Lo Yechilna, I cannot. My strength is weak. From all the fasting. I've been fasting and I have no strength even to climb up. So Gachin, so Haman bent down Vesalik and Mordechai climbed up, stepping on Haman's back. Kisalik, while he was climbing up to the animal, standing on Haman's back, but he gave a little kick to Haman. Haman said to Mordechai, doesn't it say in your Torah, when your enemy falls, do not rejoice? How are you kicking me? So, so Mordechai said to Haman, no, Hani Mili be Yisrael, that's why Yisrael. If it's an enemy of Yis, an enemy who's a Yisrael, Al Tismachavo, but you, Tezra, you, Goyim, Yatab, Amisayma, Yisidrach, you, on their Bamaisayma, on their highest ones, their highest places, you should step on them. Yes, you, Haman, I'm stepping on you, and I'm putting you down into your place. But you could fun of, and Haman was pulling Mordechai through the streets of Shushan, and he was calling out before him, This is what is done to the man, that the king wishes to give him honor. When he was taking that horse and going with it along the street of Haman himself, Haman's own street, his daughter saw him. The She was standing on the roof, and she looked down and she saw Haman. Now she thought to herself, The one who's riding the animal, that's probably her father. The one who's walking in front of the horse, leading it, is probably Mordechai. So what did she do? She took the pan, the bedpan of the Besakise, full of excrement, and she threw it down on the head of her father. So Haman lifts up his eyes to see who did that to him. And then she saw that it was her father that she had just done it to. And out of fear, she, she threw herself down from the roof to the ground, and she died. And that's what it says in the Pasuk, It says that Mordechai returned to the gate of the king, Amr of Sheshes, and it means, He went back. What did he go back to? He went back to his sackcloth. He went back to his fasting. They weren't uh, safe yet. So he was pushed to his own home. He was in mourning and he was... Disgraced, his head was covered. Amar, he was Aval Albito, he was mourning over his daughter who had just died with Khafli Rosh. and his head was covered, he was ashamed from what had just happened to him. He had his daughter dumped so on his head. The Pasuk goes on to say that Haman comes home and he tells Zerish's wife, and all of his loved ones, what happened to him. Now in that Pasuk, Karilahu it calls them, it refers to them as his loved ones, but Karilahu Chachamav, it also calls to them his Chachamim. So Amr Biyokhan said, Yeah, Kola Omer Davar Chachma. Anybody who says a Davar Chachma, a wise thing, a Saolam, even from Gaim, Nikra Chacham, he's considered a Chacham. So they were saying something wise, like we'll see, and they were considered a Chachamim.
they said to him, If this Mordechai is Mizera Yehudim from the seed of the Yehudim, he's from Shevet Yehuda, then you're not going to be able to overcome him. If he comes from the other Shvatim, you could overcome him. But if he comes from Yehuda, or even Bayamin and Ephraim Menasha, you will not be able to overcome him. Yehuda, why? If he comes from Yehuda, won't you be able to overcome him? Because it says, Your hand is on the back of the neck of your enemies. Yehuda has the upper hand over his enemies. Inach and the other ones, Binyamin and Ephraim and Menashe, it says about them, from the Ephraim of Binyamin and Menashe, awaken your strength. So they have a special koach, a special strength over Hama. Kinafal tipolafanav, you will fall and you will surely fall before him. What's the double asha? Nafal tipol darish of Yehuda bar Eli, shtei nefilos halalu lama. Why are these two nefils written? Armulo, they said to him, Umazu, this nation, Meshulal Afar, they're compared to Afar, Umeshulal Kichavim, but they're also compared to the stars. Right? You can't count them like the Afar Haaretz, you can't count them like the Kochavim. Kishahen Yardin, when they go down, Yardim Ad Afar, they go all the way down to the Afar. But when they go up, Olim Ad Lekochavim, they go all the way up to the stars. And the Mepharshim explain that it means when they fall, when they begin to fall, then they fall again and they go all the way down to the Afar. And when they rise, when they begin to rise, they continue rising all the way up to the stars. And it's saying that Mordechai began to rise, he rose up and he was taken on a horse in the Levosh Malchus, and that means that you fell to take him, and he's going to continue rising up to the stars, and you're going to continue falling. Those are the two Nephilos. The officers of the king arrived via Vihilu and they hastened to bring Haman to the Melech. Malami that teaches us he brought him in a hurry. And Rashi says he didn't even have time to clean himself up. So they're at the party and Esther turns to Achishresh and she says, we were sold, me and my people were sold to be killed. And she says, if we would have been sold to be slaves, alright, I could have handled that. But to be killed, ki tsar, this enemy, this evil person, Haman doesn't care. Einatzar shove, benezek melech, he doesn't care. He's not concerned about the damage to the melech. Amrullah, she said to him, tsars are this enemy. Einot shove benezek melech, he doesn't care about damaging the melech. Ikni vashti, he was jealous of vashti v'katla, and he killed her. He advised the king to kill vashti. Remember, hashta ikni bedidi, and now he's jealous of me. When we buy the mikdlin, he wants to kill me. And this plot, Lahashmi Dahirigul Abid is Kala Yehudim, is really just to get rid of me. Vayomer Amelachashvayosh Vayomer Esther Malka. The Pasik says twice Vayomer. Why Vayomer Vayomer twice? Slamali twice. Amr Abyavo, but Tehilo Aide Turguman. Initially he spoke Aide Turguman, meaning when he spoke privately with Esther, obviously he spoke directly, but when he spoke publicly, because he was the Malach and he didn't know who Esther was, he always had a someone in between, a go between. A Turgman literally means an interpreter. But here, Esther told him that she was a Jewish girl, and she told him that she descended from Shaul Amalek, she was a princess. Came into Amalek, since she told him, I come from the family of Shaul, immediately he didn't talk through an interpreter anymore, he said directly to Esther Amalek. But Esther said to Achashverosh, asked him, who's the person who's doing this? She said, Ish tsar ve'oyev. Haman harazet and Amr Rabbi Elazar. There's a lot of words here that mean the same thing. Ish tsar v'oyev. What's all doing there? Amr Rabbi Elazar malamed. 
This teaches that Shaisim Achav Klapi Achishverish was pointing in the direction of Achishverish. She was pointing out of hatred at Achishverish as well. She wanted to say that you did it. But the Malach came and slapped her hand, pushed it in the direction of Haman. She shouldn't, so she should not upset Achishverish. And then it says, The king got up in his anger and he stepped outside to get some fresh air to think. And then it says, And the king returned from the garden. Now, Maki Shiva Lakima. So it says, Vamelech Kam, Vamelech Shav, the same words. So this tells us that there's some kind of a connection here. That when he went out and he returned, it was with the same kind of a mood. Makima Bechema, just like when he got up to go out, it was with anger. Avshiva, so too when he returned, Bechema was with anger. Da'azal, because when he went outside, what did he find? Vashkach, he found the Malachi, Ashar, he found Malachim, the Idmu Lake they were appearing to him like men. And they were uprooting the trees in his garden. And he said to them, What are you doing? Uprooting my trees? They said, Haman commanded us to do this. He came into the house of Haman, and he finds Haman falling on the bed. Now it should have said, Nofel. Why does it say, Nofel? Not found me by the He said, Nofel. Haman had fallen on the bed where Esther was. Why does it say, Nofel? I'm Rabbi Lazar. teaches us, Malach came and pushed Haman on top of Esther, and he was trying to, you know, get up to resist. And the Malchus pushing, he was no, he was he was falling, he was being pushed down on top of Esther. And of course, it appeared Tachashverosh that Haman is making advances to it. And his wife Amar, he said, "Vai mi pesa, vai mi bra." Whoa, from the outside, whoa, from the inside. and the Melech said, "Hagam lichbosh esamalka, you're coming to take away the Malka imi babais with me in the house under my nose. You're coming to." Win my wife away from me. And Chavona said, Chavona speaks up and he says, there, if you look outside, there's a tree, there's a pole that he erected to hang Mordechai from that pole. How did he know about it? Amr Rabbi Lazar says, Av Chavona Rasha. Chavona was a Rasha. He was in on the plan with Haman. He was also looking forward to getting getting rid of the Eden. But Kevin Sharava, when he saw, so Niskayma Tzaso, that the plan didn't work out. Haman's plan is failing. Miyad Barak immediately, what does Chavana do? He escapes. Behind the scene, that's like it says in the Pasuk, V'yashlich alav, V'lo yachmal, Kaddish Baruch Hu throws on him, Tsaris, V'lo yachmal, he has no mercy. And what happens then? Miyadu Baruch Hu, from his hands, they escape all of his friends, so to speak, quote-unquote friends, run away. And that's what happened here. As soon as everybody saw that Haman was falling, they all ran away and joined the other side. And then the pastor concludes that the, the anger of the king was calmed. Shachacha was like a double lash and there's two chafs. What are the two calmings? One is referring to Baruch Hu. When Haman was finally killed, Baruch Hu was calm. One is referring to Achishverosh. The others say they're both referring to Achishverosh. Esther, one, he was calmed about the anger about what Haman wanted to do to Esther, about Achashel Vashti, and when he was calmed about what Haman did to Vashti.